0: Welcome to another edition of Practical Reliability, Insights on the Practical Implementation of Holistic Reliability, brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of success.
1: I'm
2: George Williams. And I'm
0: Joe Anderson.
2: All right, Joe, I am super excited about today's conversation.
0: Me too. i know I mean, my favorite person. As soon as
2: this person starts talking, everyone is going to go, oh my God, Yeah. I can't believe who they have on. It. I know. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Paul Crocker.
0: Paul Crocker, everybody.
1: Well, hello. Uh-huh. I, you know what? We ought to do three of these in a row, kind of like uh, to to match the uh, the times I got brought up in the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you are a
2: legend, you know, in in the space of reliability with respect to just name drops. Like, right? You are the Kevin Bacon of reliability. Right? So it, it is it is it, <laughs> six degrees of Paul Crocker is right. going to be is going to be. Well, he, he
0: started during <laughs> the days of Footloose, so kind of worked So. <laughs>
2: so it, it, it is awesome to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I guess the, the first thing I want to really talk to you a little bit about is the SMRP chapter. Um, so give us a little bit of background around the Kansas City uh, SMRP chapter.
1: Well, I, I was thinking back. I think we got started around 2012 or 2013. Um, one of the guys reached out to me and who's no longer involved in smrp and said hey we're looking to start a chapter uh you want to join and i'm like yeah so we met and i think we started an informal chapter and i think the first meeting was at my plant and there might have been 20 or so people show up to that meeting so it was a pretty good first time for an unofficial chapter
0: that's awesome and how did it progress from there
1: um, I think we made a couple meetings. Uh, we did uh, one, the first meeting we did a tour of my plant. Uh, the next meeting I think we toured Westar's Jeffrey Energy Center, which was a pretty nice uh, little tour. Uh, we toured another um, Westar power plant, I believe the one in Lawrence. Okay. And then, the, and then the chapter kind of fell apart for two or three years. Nobody was active in it.
0: Okay. And then – and then Paul happened.
1: Yeah, I think a couple of us just started talking and decided we wanted to do a, start up a chapter, but this time take it to, you know, sort of an official status. Which was uh, there was a lot of work to do to get that set up because we went the, back, the route of setting it up as a, uh, a Kansas not-for-profit, and even went through the route of doing a federal not-for-profit, which we later found out we didn't have to do, but. Uh, because SMRP has us under their umbrella as a federal not-for-profit.
2: Nice. That's awesome. Well, that's a lot of work for you to do. And so now, uh, a couple years into this, how, how big of an organization are you?
1: Um, I think we have 80-some contacts uh, that are either regular sort of attenders um, to, the, to the chapter meetings, which I don't know, average around 25, 30 people. Right. Uh, other ones, you know, are just—they're just too busy traveling, so they don't show up to many of the meetings.
0: Nice, nice. And didn't you help uh, as Wichita was getting started as well, kind of help out, kind of? I did, you
1: know, I did a little with bit.
0: Le, um, I believe the Le group. Yeah, and, uh...
1: yeah. I talked to Preston bottom at okay. Le a little bit about setting up their chapter, Great. and uh, I think we've talked to them too about doing sort of a regional event between uh them us and uh the iowa nebraska chapter
0: right i know paul Dufresne was heavily involved at the time yeah i'm setting that up as well and then when i was in salina we started getting involved in it as well so it was pretty good turnout there with all the airline manufacturing and stuff that's there um but yeah and i know you helped with that a little bit too
1: yep yeah, we, we kind of give each other some information though I think they were uh, I think all the chapters a little bit struggle with the uh, requirements you have to have when you've got a, a state not-for-profit and getting the kind of the the notes in or whatever the state wants to keep you in a uh, in an active status and if you miss the deadline they drop you off the off the list and then SMrp if they're if you're under their umbrella that affects their 503c uh,
2: um, six the, status. Right. Oh, well, that's crazy. Nice. So, um, yep. you also host a bunch of events, you know, locally at your site, where you're bringing in folks to to do learning sessions, um, and I think you're, you know, you bring in other groups to take tours of your plant. It, you know, you're very active on the social media side. I, I gotta say, Paul, you're doing an awful lot to spread the message of of how asset management can can improve plant performance. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yep. Yeah, we do have we do have quite a few tours. It's usually school groups. Uh, sometimes the engineering firms in town will bring in uh, groups from other parts of the world that they want to see kind of the newer plant designs. Uh, We've had, I don't know, probably, we probably have 20 sort of tour groups uh, in the plant in a given year. Uh, sometimes they repeat, uh, the KU uh, Environmental Science Program has a full day-long class. They meet once a year, every year. I think it's in uh, December, uh, and all the people in that program come out and just do the class there at the, at the plant, and then we give them a short tour at the end of it
2: nice and uh and you were recognized by IBM not too long ago too why don't you tell us about that?
1: yeah I got uh one of the um cloud champ uh, i think it was cloud champion uh for 2017 I think Pam Denny had nominated me for that nice and uh, the, the nomination process is uh, i think a little bit lengthy for that sort of thing but uh, it was that was really cool to have that nomination and get it
2: yeah speaking of nominations um yeah. you know i i i think you know i I've nominated you for something too and I, th- I think joe joe's working on that yep um we'll we'll, we'll probably put something in writing underneath the video to <laughs> urge people to uh, you know i quite frankly i think you know and, and i'll just say it i think you deserve the cmrp of the year award and and, yep. and i've nominated you for that and i know you've been nominated actually by somebody else as well um and, and i encourage everybody that's watching us to do that because you're 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 driving things like nobody else is driving them at a position in your organization that you're at. And, uh, and I, I just look up to you. I think you're doing phenomenal work, Paul.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I think I, I you know, I like spreading the message or whatever it is I'm doing. And I think if companies get the asset management journey, right. Then a lot of other things go right too, because it's good business. You know, that's the way I look at. Asset management is just a good, solid business um practice and uh if if people see it and they see that hey this little maintenance supervisor is is doing this work why why couldn't i do this in my industry and in my in my company and i think anybody can do that and that's right so,
2: paul <laughs> that's yeah. right I, I, try, I, I try to
1: lead by example so right. <laughs> it's not you
2: but it's you brother right yeah. exactly <laughs> <laughs> so um what you're also doing a lot of work in the space of yeah. of of giving a good understanding to your technicians around photography and maintenance. And, and you gave a presentation, I think it was in 2017 or 16, 16, 16, 17, seven, 16 17, yeah. <laughs> somewhere in that area um, that kind of walked the technician through, you know, it's great that you have a phone or if you have a camera and you're going to take some pictures, but here's how to understand, how to make sure I can read what the hell's in your picture, right? If you're taking a picture right. of a nameplate, make sure the light's not shining right on it, and I can't right. see any of the lettering. You know, how do you put some contrast into the photo so I can, I can see everything? And you're kind of, you know, innovating that space. Um, walk us through that, and and how was that received? Not only at the presentation level, but in your plant.
1: Uh, I, I think it was received pretty good. One of the guys at the time. Uh, we were wanting to do a, a hanging unit heater survey at, at our plant that's been sort of mothballed because it still had water running through some of the pipes and stuff. And we didn't want them to freeze. So I said, hey, Steve, go down there and get some pictures off the nameplate so I can find, you know, fan motors and whatever we need for these. So he goes down there and takes his camera takes pictures. He brings, I don't know, he spent all day, been up and down on ladders. Gave me, I don't know, twenty or thirty pictures, and I couldn't make out a letter on any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Steve, you know, did you, did, Good you at, did you look at the screen when you did this? <laughs> no, I just reached up there and snapped a picture. I was like, well, these are useless. So I, that's kind of where I why I developed it. I was like, I, I've got to do something to educate these guys. So when I tell them to take a picture for me, they, they at least bring me the information I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, well, necessity is the mother of invention, right? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you had to create a path to make it successful. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And and, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and so, and, and, so after all that, and after you've done the presentation or you, have you done any additional work in that space?
1: Um, I have not. I start, actually, I started a book. Uh, I think I've got a, a maybe a half a chapter written on it. Uh, but it, but it didn't really go, go any further. And, uh, I, I'd like to finish it. You know, I think, uh, I think I had, talk to you about adding some content to it and Rob Bishop and I think Joel will love it and uh, I got a little bit of stuff from Rob and I got a little bit of stuff from Joel but I really haven't put it together in the in the book I, I need to do that it's it's one of the projects that's been hanging out there for quite a while I just need to finish
2: I, I think I you know I think you do I think it's 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 actually a really good topic because it's something that today with everybody having a smartphone, is very relevant because, you know, take, even if it's, you know, taking slow motion video or taking photographs of what issues you're seeing, I I think understanding how to make, make the video or photo so that is legible is really important. Yeah. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. I agree. You should keep finishing that book. Yeah. All right. So what else is going on in your life? What, what about that? So you just recently went to a show. Um, uh, Why don't you talk to us about uh, where you were at and what you learned?
1: Yeah, I went to uh, Denver for the AM ecosystem uh, conference, and, and w- I guess what I really liked about that conference it was a very, very intimate setting. Um, not a you not, mean like
2: candles, lounges?
0: Not that, not it. that kind
1: of intimate. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was there was a lot of presentations followed by sort of roundtable discussion after the presentations, and I'd say the from my point of view or at least the little ones i went to they were mostly utilities other water or wastewater utilities or power utilities uh one of the cool one of the presentations i remember the most was from our uh, omaha public power uh, the cfo was there talking about how they're starting on an iso 55,000 uh certification journey and he was talking about how he how he could justify it and he was talking about some flooding they had along the platte river the the um destroyed some infrastructure, sort of downstream. And he was showing these pictures, and I was like, hey, I've seen that, because I was just in Nebraska a couple weeks ago looking at some uh, work for um, Black and Veatch. They had designed a uh, collector, well, I think one of their first ones for Lincoln Water, and we were out looking at it. It, it had uh, a lot of damage around it due to the flooding uh, in that river. It was actually sit on an island uh, kind of in the middle of this, river channel that didn't drive for a long time. And the, when the heavy floods came through, it washed a lot of the sand away uh, from that building and kind of washed the electric transformer it supplied it power uh, down the river with it. And uh, we, anyway, we both had pictures of the same collector well on our phone. So it started up a good conversation. And and I asked him, I said, hey, would you be willing to come in and talk about asset management to my CFO? I said, you know, if, if it's good enough for you and you can talk about it in the money aspect, I think that's that's a great thing and i think our utilities look at each other to see what they're doing anyway so why not spread this asset management uh message or help me get it started at my utility and uh, he said he'd do that so that's awesome that's, that's really it's, good it's, yeah and it's that's it's what separates paul. paul from everybody else <laughs> no, that's what, that's that is what, that's what separates paul.
2: you from 75 yeah. percent of the people that are trying to do these initiatives <clears throat> is that you go out and try to make connections and figure out you know, so you've pitched something and it didn't really go anywhere. That didn't stop you. You're then right. going, well, you know, how can I get somebody else to go in and convince them or help my argument or well, what can and, I learn from other people? And nothing justifies reliability more than an "oh crap."
0: Yeah. Well, that and he's he's not afraid to ask for help.
2: Right. Uh, I the, think one yeah, of the yeah, things yeah, yeah. with
0: in any company today is is the pride issue, and people want to do it on their own because of a fear of, you know, being exposed for lack of knowledge or they're scared to show that they're incompetent or whatever that fear is, when the successful people know that they need help and they ask for help and they'll bring in any resources necessary to help them get to where and they And nobody need asks for help more than Paul. Right. I, and my phone blows up on a, on a regular <laughs> <Yeah>. basis. <laughs> Not, no, but it's all good, right? But that's the I mean, key it's, to your exactly, success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your, your ability to take that coaching and, and translated into something and i you know you you know how far down on his list i probably am so oh,
2: I know. It, like he it, you know he's pinging a lot of other people a whole lot more than me <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs>
1: well i i don't know i see i guess my uh my brain the way my brain works i see about 20 possibilities to do anything and i'll try some and those don't work and i was like okay well how do i get how do i get past this obstacle i see 10 different ways to do it is this will this way work and then as if i if i can't seem to make it work and i'll I'll reach out and ask, hey, is what, what, what's wrong with my approach here? Am I thinking too hard about it? Am I am I standing too next too close to the trees, or I need to stand back and see the forest a little bit?" So, <laughs> nice. uh, my perspective and my thoughts are kind of all over the place sometimes, but it, it does help uh, help me find some creative ways to get things done. Right. And you're
2: doing an awful lot of things that you know you're you, you from a predictive standpoint. You guys are are taking vibratings, you're doing ultrasound, you're, and you're managing your lubrication practices through ultrasound, I believe. And then recently, I saw a video not too long ago of you with uh, Penrose, um, with motion amplification. So walk me through walk me through your experience
1: with that. Yeah, that was uh, that was amazing. Uh, I I had needed to get some training accomplished with my electricians, and I kind of knew what the budget was, and and he he, Howard fit in with that. And I when I was talking to him, I said, "Hey, you don't happen to have any motion amplification stuff, do you?" And he says. Well, as a matter of fact, I do. And uh, I said, well, you wouldn't mind, like, playing with it while you're here, would you? And he says, no. Well, so we we set it up and shot some video of some pumps and motors that we have uh, to compare one one pump and motor and one setting to its identical twin at one of our collector wheels. And we got some good information about that. But I think one of the coolest things was I said, hey, Howard, we've got this big 4180-volt uh, isolation transformer. And where do we started up, it hums really loud. If yeah, you video. ever hit mm-hmm. Have you ever used that on a transformer before? He goes, no, that'd be really cool. So, so we set it up and filmed it, and it's—I uh, don't know—I think it's, it's on YouTube. It's, kind of like it's, it's, on, it's on YouTube. YouTube. So, yeah.
2: if, if what do they have to type in for it to come up? Uh, uh,
1: I think you look up motor doc uh and bpu i think we'll 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 bring it up
2: it's a really really good video like and you know and you know paul so he goes to the extreme so he has them do a test where they stand still like the the video is well put together it's not just you know and and uh and the transformer is just amazing it is amazing to see how much this transformer is moving it is it's a really good really good piece so um talk to us a little bit about um you know We've known each other for quite a while, and, and I don't think it's a secret that you're kind of an introverted guy, and you're you're working on your presentation skills, and we have a lot of conversations around that. Um, you know, when you when you did the, matter of fact, when you did the photography for maintenance uh, presentation, you had all your notes, you were kind of reading from them, and, and that's all great because you were prepared. Uh, but then we, you know, you and I w- and Joe and lots of other folks that, that talked to you were kind of helping you with what what it looks like to to present differently in front of an audience and you've been doing a lot of active work around that how have you felt about that transition and what does it do for your confidence level to keep presenting
1: uh it it helps a lot i i am an introvert by nature and i don't know i would have said even back as far as 2012 It would have been really hard to get me up in front of a group of people and talk about anything. And so I got to have, to me, one of the keys is to have a lot of passion and desire about the topic that I'm talking about, for one. That helps a lot. That helps a lot at work because I love water. Uh, And so I, I, I don't have any problem standing up and talking at work without any presentation at all. Uh, Water at all. I do that quite a bit at tours But when you get to a conference setting and it's people that know asset management, no maintenance and no reliability I'm a little bit challenged there. The room's a little bit larger. The stage is sometimes a little bit different Um, And you know when I'm practicing and reading it and preparing it at home I'm sitting at a desktop machine not looking at the crowd and I'm trying to use the pictures and images to help me think when I'm talking and uh, sometimes I pull it off, and sometimes I, I don't. Uh, uh, I, think I think you pull think, it off uh, great.
0: Yeah, you pull it off all the time. Uh, yeah. I know it's uh, a relief, though. One, to do it without the notes, and two, to finally be done with it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's, that's how it is, right? But I think another... I, I, Go ahead, Paul. I,
1: I, I like it. I, I mean, the one thing I really like about it is if I... If I to me... If, if I do one and I know I nailed it, I know I nailed it at the time I'm delivering it. Right. And if I don't, I've got questions. It's like, I don't think I did that as well in my, as I had it in my mind to deliver it. Right. And uh, I think you sat through one of those presentations at, at IMC where I was right. like, there was a technical difficulty with uh, with the computer at it network, Networks. So I couldn't play the video I had in it that I thought was integral to the whole presentation and I, I didn't get an opportunity to get in that room before everybody else was in it to check the equipment so it was I was frustrated already when I started yeah and then and then I just i had to roll with it but it it kind of threw me off for the whole presentation yeah and it
2: kind of translates into your delivery and,
1: yeah. and you're right I think when
2: you present and you're reading the room you get a sense from the body language whether or not uh whether or not it's being received well yeah
1: mm-hmm oh yeah yeah my wife watches uh American Idol, and so I've been sitting watching that. So you
2: sing for her, and she judges you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think uh, America's Got got Talent
2: might be better. (laughs) than uh doing american let Idol. me hear it paul can i, I can i let's go uh, ahead this is your audition hear. let's hear it everybody text for paul
0: uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. You,
1: yeah. yeah
2: paul's number is So,
1: i guess where i was going with those well, they'll, sh- they'll, sh- they'll show uh show the the guys that are doing the the judging and yep. uh, I forget the country the singer the guy that's that's on it He's at Luke Bryan he's always yeah, got Luke this Bryan. bizarre looking face when the camera pans around on him <laughs> and it's the same face sometimes I see when I'm looking out in the audience and when I see that face it's like I must be saying something really ignorant that face is like they don't even know what I'm talking about <laughs> it's, sometimes the looks people have on their face can really put you off. I'm sorry Paul that I had that look on my
2: face <laughs> I don't know but I, I, I'm gonna I don't even know who that is but I'm gonna yeah. look him up and get that face yeah, I'm yeah. gonna put on, I'm going to print gonna, it yeah, and we'll put it on a, a sign, and we'll put a no, mask we have on. No, couple Next time you present, sign. Paul, yeah. everyone in the audience <laughs> is going to have a Luke Bryan face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you're just going to lose it. <laughs> hey, so let, you're going to me... be
2: at the TRC, right?
1: Yep, I'm going to be at TRC. Are you right,
2: presenting right. it all?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, giving the same presentation. I think I gave it IMC, but with some modifications. With it, some so.
2: pizzazz.
1: Hopefully it'll be a lot better, and, and I'm going to do it without any notes this time. So hopefully it comes off.
2: Nice, on, so. nice. We're going to. I have to get. To, I'm not going to be at TRC. I wish I was, but um, I'll have to print out a bunch of Luke Bryan. Right. Yeah, definitely.
0: Send it TRC. I'm going to make it a gift. A, a gift. I'll and, contact we'll Reliability it. Web and see if I can get them to yeah. print out a bunch of Luke Bryan <laughs> yeah, things. <for> sure. <laughs> if he if he holds a single <laughs> note in his hand, Luke Bryan right That's it. <laughs> uh, so, how do you feel when you have uh, people that you consider um, some of your mentors or people that you've looked up to that are sitting in there when you're speaking?
1: Uh, I, I like it. I think it gives me some validation in the stuff that I'm doing. that People are interested enough to come in and sit in it in the first place because there's always interesting presentations going on. And if I've got a room full of people like the one at IMC, I don't know if there's 100 some people in that room, uh, easy. Right. I was like, wow, you know, this is an interesting topic, and, and that's good. I mean, that's really good.
0: Mine was, I always have a fear of uh, people that I've respected that come in and sit in the room. I have this fear of saying something that isn't right. Or them saying something that wasn't that's not right. Well, I'm just saying (laughs) because that's never happened. Yeah, I know. I don't respect. I don't respect them. That's a little different. So, uh, but you know, especially when I first started um, speaking at conferences, because I was intimidated. Do I really know what I'm talking about? And you know, had all these questions. Those were the fears that drove me. It's a lot like.
1: I've got those same exact figures. I know, but the
2: problem is this. You're coming in there and you're going, man, the lion's chasing the herd. I hope they don't catch me. I need to be the fastest gazelle. Yeah. But you don't need to be the fastest gazelle. Right. You need to be faster than the slowest gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> right. And in a room is a bunch of gazelles. <laughs> well, I understand. And, and, and you realize that real quick. But my thing is,
0: is you know, the Jack Nicholases and the Ramesh Gilattis, those those people that, sit in there and you're you're thinking man this is one of the the founding fathers if you will of of maintenance reliability asset management and, but the funny thing is
2: when you present you know and those folks are in the room and and you know obviously they're all friends of ours and now yeah. but early in our careers they weren't right, right. And you, you you don't know them and you you read their books and you're sweating and right. you're in a, they're not yeah. and they're all great people right and they all come sure. up to you and they talk to you and they want to – they wish you well and they give you advice. And it, you know, the, the one thing about this community of asset management reliability professionals is that it, it really is a community. I, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever come across – well, I, I don't think I've come across many folks that were closed-minded in terms of their, their willingness to share – their willingness to have opposing opinions, but then learn from each other, mm-hmm. I, it, you know, it it really is a, it, just an amazing industry to work in. I I couldn't be happier with what I do for a living. Right,
1: me too. No, I I totally agree. And, and... yeah, we
2: don't care. Hang on, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Paul. Uh, who we interviewed?
0: <laughs>
2: that was about me, Paul. No, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Let's you interview George, Paul. <laughs>
1: So we, we were sitting on that, you know, we were sitting on the couch at the end of um, IMC Why were you last that? year and talking about stuff. It was me, George, Does your boss Jerry. know you
2: were just sitting on a couch and not attending something?
1: Huh? <laughs> well, we huh? Oh, it was after, <laughs> oh, it was after hours. okay. Okay, we got it. Man. We got it, We, were, we...
0: <laughs> Thought we cut you slouching. All right.
1: So, I don't know, I, you told me not to use the notes, so then I sat him down and I just talked. And it felt pretty good at the end of that when Jack Nicholas we, we were out kind of on the patio and Jack Nicklaus would walk out and shook my hand and said it was a great little yeah. talk. And I was like, that was that was something that felt good. So. Right. Well, yeah. Validation. <laughs>
2: and you know what? People recognize that because people were at the presentations where you were reading and, and those same folks go to other presentations. They see your progression and they're, you know, like I said, this is just a wide open community of really great people. And so they come up to you and they say, you know, I noticed you're making a, an improvement. You did a great job. You know what I mean? There's so much support in this industry because quite frankly, we're all pushing the boulder uphill. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's not the easiest industry to make progress in. Convincing a company to invest in something they don't get the hold in their hand And, and, and they have difficulty articulating that to what it means on the business side. And we have a difficult time in our industry articulating it makes it really tough. And so we, most of us push a boulder uphill. And so, you know, the, the industry is just a, a really a a bunch of folks that are all going for the same goal that are all struggling at it. And so they're willing to share, they're willing to grow, they're willing to admit when they're not sure of something and seek help. And, and I just think, you know, you are the epitome of that Paul and, and you know, it, it, it's really, you're just like, I don't know. You're the guy that I look up to for in terms of effort, in terms of willingness to learn in terms of driving results. I, I mean really just across the board, you're the guy that, that for me, motivates me, even, you know, and i certainly not trying to pat myself or anything, but regardless yeah, of yeah. what success I've had, you're the guy that I look up to and go,
0: shit, I'm not doing enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I mean, know. you even make... Reading notes look good. So I've had to start practicing (laughs) that. I mean, it's it's like,
2: man. You're lucky your camera wasn't on it. We were going to make you hold up your notes because I knew you had notes. Yeah,
1: for sure. We'll see. I've got the email printed out. Yeah, I know. He said, Paul
2: sends us an email. He sends us an email with his life history. Yeah. We're like, Paul, pick a couple of topics. We can talk about it. He literally sends us his his yeah. entire life we could talk about this in an email 67 years <laughs> worth of I text work him here. back I'm like Paul the show's only like 20 minutes long <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I for I, sure. I
1: think I like to come a little over over prepared and, oh, we know that. and
2: that's you and that's 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 what we love man that is just what we love for sure <laughs> All right so listen Paul I we really appreciate you coming on to the show um and and we thank you for your time and you know whatever whatever time you want to come back on you just let us know you're 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 just our favorite so we'll, we'll be more than happy to have you back on for sure man.
1: all right I, I appreciate it thank you
2: all right thanks take care paul yeah, me too. for questions on
0: this or any other topics email us at ask at this has been another episode of practical reliability brought to you by reliability x the dna of success